0: Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Dragging the Table. My name is DJ and I have a special surprise for all of you today. It's our old pal, Adam Simmons from the Simmons and More Show. (laughs) What's up dude? Not much man, how are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm going a little stir crazy, I'm not gonna lie to you. This might be like my fourth or fifth cup of coffee, um... I'm wearing button-down shirts because I'm tired of putting a shirt over my head. <laughs> I need a haircut. Um, I I honey-fermented garlic for the last two weeks, and now I've just been eating honey-fermented garlic for no reason.
0: Like just cloves of garlic?
1: Yeah, so you take cloves of garlic and you squish them so you can get a little bit of the allicin, like that little bit of bruising. Mm-hmm because um, it opens up I guess the capillaries uh, I don't know what I'm fucking talking about but you get that allison on the um, on the garlic and it didn't like four big bulbs and then I got like some raw local honey from this company called AU honey which is a, a local raw organic honey company from here uh, my friend Bobby owns and um, and I just sat it in there And then you put it in, like, a jar that you – like, a fermenting jar, like um, a mason jar or whatever. And then every couple of days, you just burp it. You let the – you let that fucking little steam out. And then you close it right back up. And then you let it sit for, like, two weeks. And then you know how, like, the consistency of honey is, like, super thick and Mm fiscous? It'll become, like, a liquid. It'll become, like, the consistency of, like – almost like a shake or like a, a soda you know oh you know what uh, is good like a um like a VSOP, like fiscus that? but uh, like a like a hennessy or like a jagermeister um so like fiscus to the point where you're like oh that's like thick and not water uh but definitely not like water um it's super good it's it's good for you it helps boost your immune system and, Wait, do you uh, eat
0: the cloves or drink the honey or both? I
1: do I do both. So um, I use the honey and, like, brush it on chicken and cook the chicken. And uh, I'll put it in, like, a, a shake or whatever. Um, and then I'll just eat the cloves. Like, I'll just take a little spoon and go pop that some right in my mouth.
0: Like, I've heard of people talk about candied jalapenos, and I've never tried those. Is it in that? Because I've eaten... I and still to this day I'll eat a clove of garlic every once in a while but it is like trial by fire trying to get through a clove so is it just a beautiful no sensation? so you don't even
1: get the the garlic flavor I mean not you get the garlic flavor you don't get that burn Like you know the garlic burn when you bite into raw garlic and you're just like oh, my whole face hurts <laughs> like that that thing that I love about garlic it's not there anymore uh, so that dissipates when you create the Allison, and then um, ferment it in the honey. And then all of that flavor goes into the honey. And the honey replaces it in the – it's kind of like a, a, there, if I had a chart, I can like – <laughs> That'll know. be next
0: episode. We'll get you a flow chart yeah. and a – uh... need,
1: I need visual aids.
0: <laughs> so I – what was I going to ask you next? I don't know. I don't know you would think i'd have written down some questions for this but in nah, true you don't have to do that. dj nature why would i you know what's funny is i almost because you and bobby have been like going back and forth on uh people writing each other questions i did almost just cold call cold dm bobby to be like hey oh what yeah. are some more questions <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> or- bobby Moore comes up with some good ass questions for me because he likes to ask really abrupt ridiculous things um because he likes to try and get me to be uncomfortable but that shit very seldom happens
0: i don't know uh, man like <laughs> sometimes there have been at least a few times that i feel like i've heard you squirm on the show by the way uh, wait, before we go any further will you tell everyone where where you're from where to find you all of it like i know you do like people to see your name and know simmons and more but they might not know about creatures of the night uh, uh inner circle sports all that
1: yeah so uh my name is Adam Simmons. I am the, I guess, the CEO of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Uh, I am on like a myriad of different podcasts, uh, and I have guested on just about every single one of our, like all of our friends' podcasts as well. Uh, I do guest host, guest uh, just sit in, question whatever, but uh, I'm on the Simmons Moore podcast, hashtag sampc. Uh, Bobby Moore and I have been doing that for about four years. We've been friends for over 23 At this point, we met when we were in like 7th grade and now we're like 42. We're like old as shit. (laughs) Um, So, we've been doing that and then through Sam PC, we got together with the guys from the NSFW Podcast Network. Joe B from uh, AnyPod uh, found us, scooped us up off of Twitter and then we were introduced to like uh, the Watskies and Almy and uh, then we got together with the Plunge guys and then us and the hood diner were all on nsfw and then they stopped doing stuff so i posed a mutiny like a pirate and then everyone came here and then we formed the inner circle podcast network and now inner circle podcast network has like uh well we do creatures of the night uh which is our new show which is a conspiracy theory show we do inner circle sports we do the show we were talking about earlier um the winner circle we're gonna do the dinner circle (laughs) 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 which is just gonna be kaz eating on the mic um the the show that started our entire um network was called comedy is dead Uh, unfortunately we stopped doing that for a little bit because it was getting too tedious uh we kept having people want to come on and be like oh like I want to talk about controversial stuff and then it'll be like dicks pussy n-word c-word this, that and we're like we're having like an intellectual conversation about you know we don't need you to sh- like talk about how you put a finger in your butt like we want to talk about why it's okay for you to put your finger in your butt and they're like pull oh, fucking c n whatever blah and we're <laughs> like okay like we have to like cool this down for a hot second and like let it breathe you can say um,
0: jason Almy's name it's okay
1: Oh, it was – I mean, listen to episode one. It was definitely Jason Albee. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I dropped an N-bomb on that episode as well. Um, well, Jason's but, been carrying on hey. the tradition
0: for you ever since.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, I know that was a cop. Sorry, my brother. It's okay. Uh, was just smoking weed in the street. It's not illegal here. And then the cops just gave us a drive-by, so –
0: and if you're wondering what they were. Adam's brother looks like, imagine someone that Brad Pitt would be like, you got to meet this cool guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Bobby Light is dresses like the white Kanye West, and he owns a unicycle and smokes a lot of weed. And he's a chef, you know? He's just, he's silly as fuck. He's got a beard. And uh, he kind of looks like a more hipster version of Adam Levine, you know? <laughs> uh, but fueled by conspiracy theories and uh non-fluoride toothpaste um so anyway yeah uh i i do that stuff uh (laughs) and because of that you and i met and uh and here we are (laughs) and here we are it's a lot of fun man uh i love i dig podcasting it's tedious at times but like when you're not doing anything like when the whole world shuts down and then your entire industry is null and void, then what else can you do except get on the internet and talk shit with your friends. And that's something that I've been doing, uh, a, a at a surplus recently. So that's pretty cool.
0: Well, and talking to people like starting to have guests on this show anyway, uh, is something I've wanted to do. And this has been like a backdoor facilitator to that all of this, everyone being quarantined thing, because it's like, well, I don't have an excuse anymore. Most people are going to have all the free time in the world. Like, there is no, like, oh, well, I I would, but I just can't make the schedules uh, work out. And, you know, we end up here now. By the way, the accolade you didn't give yourself is the, I don't know if Randall ever sent you the trophy or not, but season one podcast of the Roundtable champion.
1: I mean, I'm here. I (laughs) ain't never lost. You heard me first. (laughs) I never lost. I went <laughs> fucking undefeated on that show. You can eat my whole ass and suck my dick from the back. Um Shout out to Chris Watske. I love him. That show was super controversial, huh? I can't wait for Dude. season two, man. He should start soon because that guy needs something to do. See,
0: like, he, you don't okay, know. so like
1: I'm in a I'm in a group chat. <laughs>
0: yes, you are, go ahead. <laughs> uh,
1: so I'm in a group chat with randy and jody Mm -hmm. uh john b jason almy and chris watsky uh and we you know we're kind of like the the all-encompassing godfathers of the the our section of the podcast community you know Uh, the guys have been doing it the longest guys who have like you know the most clout i guess uh, it sounds so fucking pretentious when you say that it, uh, even me saying that I was the CEO of a fucking company just like my friends that get together and we make money fucking shit on the internet it's all so super pretentious Um, but regardless I am in a group chat with those guys and the fucker Randy I love you to death but if you call yourself Uncle Randy one more time in a fucking group chat with your friends, I'm going to come down to Georgia and fucking wrestle you. And I know that that's, <laughs> that's, that is a, uh, a desired result of communication with you. Like you want the interaction because you're tired of playing wiffle ball with fucking toddlers. But <laughs> hear me out, okay? We know who you are dial it down just a little bit please it can't.
0: It's, it's, it's... the
1: revolution is gonna happen dude and we're gonna be there and we're gonna be it's gonna be fine we're gonna take over a fucking Wegmans or a fucking Walmart or a fucking Piggly Wiggly or whatever the fuck else y'all motherfuckers have got down in the in the south we're gonna take it over we got knives we got swords we got fucking guns and crossbows and shit you're gonna live your whole truth king okay don't worry you gotta fucking look Randall whole ass Randall relax I love you but he um, can't you yeah. know
0: it's impossible it's only been ramping up okay I and know. i f- yeah. i feel okay talking about it cuz he'll never listen to the show he might <laughs> he might now that you're here but he's definitely never listened to it before this trust episode. me i'm going to send
1: him i'm going to send him the link and be like bitch
0: do, tell him when you send it to him say do what you've done with the rest of these episodes and then he'll just put it in the trash. Uh, <laughs> Randall has taken it into overdrive to the point to where it is—it's uh, a sight to behold. And it's one of those things where I always wonder. It's what stops me from because, by the way, I had a—I was working on my own persona because I was like, this is funny. I maybe there's some, maybe there's a lane for me as a persona, and I was gonna be because uh, my name's dominic so i was gonna be uh ex-husband dom and i was just gonna say like every massage like what was the fr- i actually made a video and sent it to my wife and she was like ah it's great but it might be a little too much and the gist of it was like what was it it was like uh listener question here uh says here my wife has two black eyes uh, what do i something about the you know the, you've already yeah. told her what, twice, can I, what can I tell her <laughs>
1: Nothing she's already, she's already been told twice That bitch don't listen Punch her in the mouth yes. Yeah. Yeah 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 uh, No but you're neighbor DJ Don't worry You're a fucking sweetie pie And sometimes you gun people down And you're the driver For a fucking You know Bank heist You know You're well. like the get you, You're like a little sweetie Getaway driver <laughs>
0: Now we just look at our, the the getaway driver is in our past now. That's what we that's what we sit around and smoke cigars and talk about. Like remember the good old days of Robin yeah. banks and. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you
1: guys got to bring that back, man. That was a lot of fucking fun. It was that fun. Shit-
0: I just don't know who's gonna facilitate it because Joe B really was the mastermind of it all. And Chris and I, whenever we end up playing, like we've played once or twice together, and we end up just one of us driving in a car and then we're just talking (laughs) like it's just a it's just a phone call in a car
1: (laughs) yeah oh that should be a show in and of itself uh the the phone conversations that i have with chris watsky while i'm operating a motor vehicle dude uh, seriously okay so like chris and i we're we're best friends like that's my man's my man's he knows like all the inner workings of my life like i had like girls break up with me and like he's the first person i call we are like we're fucking friends we've only met twice in real life okay and we're years apart um but that's my man's so i talk to him on the phone almost every single day um and we're constantly texting and shit so he catches me coming off of a hotline standing in front of a 750 degree oven for 10 hours and somebody cuts me off when I'm in the car I start fucking a, a 45 minute tirade about nothing and he goes I mean was that directed at me? like why can, can we start recording the dude some of the funniest shit that he and I have ever said has been heard by nobody else except the two of us and it breaks my heart
0: why can't we get you guys two of those like little uh personal recorder zooms or he
1: has one i just have to fucking get one and then we just have to like
0: get your zoom your uh what is it called you can just use the recorder on your phone yeah
1: i know and be like hey i'm recording you he just you know what it is when he knows that he's gonna get me all riled up because sometimes he'll just call me and be like hey dude how are you what's going on How's, how's your day How was work? Blah blah blah. This and that. This is what you missed in the group chat. Uh, Stuff like that. When he know when he there are days where he knows he's gonna fucking stir the pot. Like on a Tuesday when he hasn't worked or he gets home at like two, and I'm leaving work at four thirty, and he's got a couple of beers in him, and he's sitting on the back porch, and you just hear him stirring the pot. And he's like, Oh hey, did you uh, (laughs) did you see that thing on Twitter that you were mentioned in? And I was like, "No, what?" And he goes, "You know, so and so said, uh, you know, just something." I'm like, "What is it?" I'm driving. Can you just tell me? And I'll just screenshot and send it to me. And I'll be like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> like, you know, I'll go fucking nuts. Um, he, he uh, those are the times that he should record. Because again, it's like that's the that's like true friendship, anger. He he just drives it out of me. He is, as Jason Almey would say, the yin to my yang. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he really fucking – he knows how to, like, twist a knife in me, and he's just like, I'm just doing it for greatness, dog. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, player.
0: That's why he like, wants you here in Florida so that you can be doing that to him in yeah. person.
1: Yeah, but he's got
0: it. He's wrong. Like, he messed up. He shouldn't have bought the house. He should have – we all should be moving up north because I don't know what – Somehow Floridians, we all get this weird kind of blindness where we forget that the weather is miserable here because we're inside so much. We're like, "That's eh, fine," but then you go outside and it's the worst place to be in the world. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was born in Florida. You don't have to tell me. my My lungs developed in a swamp. I'm down to breathe thick ass air. That's <laughs> where for in sure. Florida did you come from? Uh, I was born in Broward County, oh. um, so like kind of in the same area Uh, but I'm a whole ass swamp person dog like there are times like I went down to New Orleans a couple of years almost fucking 10 years ago now holy shit Um, probably about 8 or 9 years ago and I went down to New Orleans just for like a a trip with the girl I was dating and we were supposed to go down for like 6 days you know I ended up falling in love with the city uh, she and I had enough money saved away where we could, you know, double the double the trip. So I was like, hey, like you wanna stick around for a little bit longer? Like I've got more vacation days. I just got paid again, whatever, whatever. She's like, yeah. So we ended up staying for 14 days. On day 13, I was sitting on one of those uh, raft boats, mm. uh, pontoon with my belly out, right? I had gained about twenty-five pounds and my whole belly out. And I was eating alligator and drinking Jameson, floating down the Mississippi River. And I was like, "Oh, this is real happiness right here." And I was like, "Oh no, I have to go right now. I have to leave. Like, we're leaving tomorrow. Like, get get this fucking pontoon on the fucking land. I gotta go. So why? I will be stuck here
0: because you liked it so much, or because you're like, I'm, no, I'm, too I'm a fucking,
1: <laughs> I'm a fucking whole ass swamp person, Jack. Give me a gun and a fucking." Uh, a wooden stand-up house, and I will protect my dog with my fucking gun by the swamp, and we'll talk about fucking crawdads and eat fucking scramps in them. I don't give a fuck. Um, that shit, dude, that is like—it's such a slippery slope for me to go and just be a whole ass fucking swamp person. So, so I, ha- I have to be here. I have to be around where there's concrete. You know, I hate it. Like, I want to. Like, New Jersey's perfect because, like. I live on the beach. I can drive five minutes and I can go to the woods and, like, get lost in the wilderness, go find the Jersey Devil, do a whole ass seance and shit. Um, And then I can drive 25 minutes north and then, like, there's a city. And, like, you know, buzz in and fucking... You can go hop on a train, go to New York, do whatever, get lost. There's a really good balance here. Um, But fuck a winter for real. I hate fucking winter time. I hate it. It's awful. It's terrible okay if you say that you like the snow it's because you're psychotic and you were dropped as a child okay go stick your head in the freezer if you want to be chilly that's fine oh but it's so pretty fuck you fuck elsa fuck that little snowman motherfucker and fuck uh uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer bitch i don't give a fuck all right you give me 65 to 85 degrees consistently and i'm happy i'm okay with that
0: what Okay, when did you move away from Florida? How old were you?
1: Uh, I was like six, but I've been back, like, back and forth a couple of times. And I've done – the majority of the traveling that I've done has been in the south. You know what I mean? I did the whole east coast and then the majority of the south and then California. Um So I've spent a lot of – and not for nothing, it is fucking putrid here. It is straight up – Florida weather in the summer here okay it's disgusting it is brick wall fucking disgusting swamp monster like people no teeth weather out here in July dog okay it is sweaty spaghetti at all times
0: but when does it start because our summer this year started in February maybe late January and it's been pretty hot ever since and the humidity is only rising and it's making the people crazier anyway the ones we have left outside are all insane like they're all trying to get me off the road immediately so i don't know man i feel because i've worked in i've worked outside for the past 15 years so i've gone through at least 15 summers of working outside in like yeah yeah you're the front
1: lines of crazy
0: (sighs) You have no idea. Like, I had – <laughs> my favorite memory of doing any kind of construction work was I was – because I've built pools. Like, that's all I've ever done is, you know, stuff surrounding swimming pools. And <clears throat> I was working by myself, and I'm digging all the ditches to put the pipes in or whatever. I'm done digging the ditches. I'm sitting on the spa, like, ah, drinking some water. And I look up, and all around on the uh, the roof – there's like 10 buzzards just looking at me just waiting (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i just looked at my uh, bottle of water and was like well it's time to call it a day the Mm -hmm. buzzards are waiting for me to drop i think i need to go Yup,
1: that's that is time
0: and that's what it's like that's what it's like every year and yet i stay and that's what i'm saying we need to get out like Chris is Chris has lost his mind because he's worked inside for too long so he thinks this is a good place to be and he's wrong you're all wrong we need to go up north where it's like forget that well he only 40.
1: thinks that because he's there <laughs> <laughs> that's it that is that is how his brain works um, because we're all up here you know what I mean like realistically uh, I think Riley Hunter and Almy at this point are all like four or five hours away from here like when we were all hanging out here Almi just drove here. Yeah. Like He just waited a day for us to fuck. He waited for all the crazy to calm down a little bit. We went to lunch. We came back and he was standing on his wife's car screaming at the top of his lungs like, What's up, motherfuckers? What? <laughs> we we're like, oh, I guess Almi's here now. That's great.
0: <laughs> Whatever. I saw the video of that. Everyone was running at him to hug oh, him. Oh, <laughs> dude, it was
1: incredible. Well, he, he fucked up because like we were like, man, we really wish Almi was here because Kaz came out. Because Kaz came out from fucking Arizona, okay? King Apnea over here showed up uh, from Arizona. Uh, so we had no excuse for Almy. We were like, you got you to gotta just fucking come here. Joe B is going to drive you, or Riley and Hunter are going to drive you. Davis came. Like, dude, if Davis shows up, Almy, you have to show up. Like, you have to be here. Um, so he waited for all the crazy to die down. Uh, Bobby Moore and I got everyone fucking derailed the first night and then the second night we were just like okay like we gotta fucking, this just Sam PC 200 we gotta fucking, cr- we gotta fucking crush everyone right and so we go to lunch and we're doing like the little tour thing I'm showing everyone around uh, to the Kevin Smith sites and stuff like that because everyone's a fat dork um, and uh, we go we go to uh, Brother Ming's comic book shop uh, co- from comic book men mm-hmm. and um, there's a deli right across the street. So we go there and Jason Almy was like, when are you guys coming back to Adam's house instead of when are you guys leaving lunch? And I was like, Oh, he's here. Mm-hmm. Like he's here. He has to be here. And I showed it to Chris and Chris was like, yeah, that's the weird way to put that. And I was like, Oh, he's here. Like, all right guys, come on <laughs> rally the fucking mm-hmm. troops. We got to go. Uh, so Almy was just here, like doing edibles, sitting on my front porch for like an hour like i dude you could have told us an hour ago we would have just come home like we weren't doing anything else so then we immediately like we're eating edibles in the car on the way back to my house we're like all right he's gonna be high we gotta be high me and kaz are like come on let's fucking chief this and then we show up and then uh we do a plunge episode that hasn't been released yet and it was madness there was all of us at the same time on the mic um so there's then,
0: a there wait i gotta know because there. Is, i feel like there's at least a handful of episodes that haven't hit the public yeah, yet yeah are those yeah. ever going to hear are we talk are, to your boy
1: talk to your boy riley and then um we have so we did the opening ceremonies and then we did part two which was even is even crazier because opening ceremonies was before the plunge got there right and then
0: was this joe b's uh uh oh when he let <laughs> the indian out yeah
1: yeah so uh the opening ceremonies i just made dinner for everyone like i made a chicken cacciatore over linguine um and we just did it live like you can hear me cooking and sauteing shit and you can and everyone's just kind of talking and relaxing and chilling uh we had a, a whole setup like a the little flexible arms hanging off of my island and like i'll send you pictures it's it's ridiculous what we did um and we got, like, stage lighting and shit in my kitchen. It looked like a whole Rachel Ray production. <laughs> um, so we did that, and it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. So we all eaten, and we ended up smoking again. And then Riley was like, hey, we'll be there at, like, 10 p.m. We're like, okay, dope. That's fun. That's great. Bobby Moore, he t- he told us at, like, 7 that he was going to be there at 10. So Bobby Moore showed up at, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock. And Bobby's like, I got two bottles of Jameson. Let's fucking go i'm like (laughs) all right dude here we go let me go get my bottle of jameson that i've got and then everyone would start fucking drinking and we're fucking rallying around and then all of a sudden my fucking front door opens and these jackasses are playing their own intro music and come into my house playing the plunge theme song and then start a push-up competition in the middle of my fucking foyer Just like, yeah, we're here, baby. We're here. And I'm like, dude, you've been on the road. Like, okay. So Hunter drove from Maine to New Hampshire. And then they got immediately in the car from New Hampshire and drove straight to New Jersey.
0: So for Hunter, how long was a trip of a trip was that?
1: uh, Dude, he left work at, so he went to work at 6 a.m. He left work at 2 p.m., packed his things and, started driving immediately
0: and didn't get there till like 10 right
1: yeah he, he didn't get here until 10 p.m um it was bananas and then after sam pc 200 immediately left they just left they were like we got to go do the the penguin plunge in boston tomorrow morning at 8 a.m and we're like okay cool dope see you bye thanks
0: <laughs> thanks <laughs> uh, for the push-ups <laughs> yeah
1: thanks thanks for everything um Yeah, so there's probably about three episodes that we recorded that weren't released. Um, The Smoker Circle, which was Bobby Moore, Kaz, Joe B., and Bobby Light at Bobby's house that was being recorded during Creatures of the Night episode two, which was that Shit Happens When You Party Naked episode that we did when we allegedly took mushrooms. We facilitated some illicit substances and then we recorded a podcast and then talked about Anunnaki and and fucking Saturn time cube and shit and that was like that was the most fun ever because like you're hanging out it was right after c 200 we're hanging out smoking cigars uh, I'm still wearing my house robe and sweatpants everyone's dressed in all black and then I'm like what are you guys doing you guys are going to go to go do the smoker circle and like, it's just going to be the three of us like what do you guys want to do like i don't know let's fucking get high as shit okay dope <laughs> hey chris eat this fucking piece of chocolate what is it don't worry about it okay cool uh I'm like hey dude you totally just took mushrooms just as a heads up come on we're gonna go smoke some weed and then we went to the beach and then we got high and then we smoked cigars and then um we came back and i was like yo we should just do a podcast. you want to do a podcast right now Everything was all set up. We had three podcast studios set up in my house at all times just so that we could just pop in and fucking go. So we went into the living room one and recorded Shit Happens When You Party Naked, which was just basically us fucking around, talking. We, Me and Chris started fucking going. We were like, dude, the reptilians, and they drink baby blood and fucking... Adrenochrome and and Jeff Bezos, and this, and we just start going and going and going and going. And Almy starts to freak out a little bit, and we're like, Don't worry about it. Sasquatch is going to save us. He's a fallen angel. And he was like, What? Um, And then we watched Big Trouble in Little China and ate fucking Nellie's. If anyone is from New Jersey that's listening to this, you know what Nellie's is. Uh, I don't know if you guys make fat sandwiches down there. You take a sandwich with like French fries and chicken fingers and cheesesteak and like mozzarella sticks and like marinara sauce and then melt cheese on top of it and that's one sandwich. That's what a fat sandwich is. So we ordered a bunch of those. The trailer um,
0: park specials. That's what we call them here.
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, we ordered a bunch of those from Nellie's, which is around the corner for me and then we fucking watched Big Trouble in Little China and all fucking passed out on my couch like a couple of fucking teenagers and it was uh, the fucking best. And then like that Saturday was like the fucking best day ever. It was great. Um and then we woke up and we had breakfast and then did a fucking live show. It was cool. I
0: think if this uh all of these travel restrictions or whatever gets lifted before the whatever you're calling the next cuz it's not going to be the super duper bowl or is it?
1: Next no. Year. No, it's just going to it's I think they're just becoming so we're not I'm. Um, Bobby and I are won't be doing the next super duper bowl. Um, because it's bigger than the Super Duper Bowl everyone coming here turned into like f- to support us was incredible it was great but now that has superseded the Super Bowl entirely I at this point won't even watch the Super Bowl if the Jets aren't in it because I'm going to be hanging out with my friends we're coming down to Tampa and it just so happens that the Super Bowl is in Tampa this year but we're going to be down in Florida this year for the Super Bowl but because that's when the podcast meetup is. So, like, all of us are going to Florida, right? And then Randy, and then hopefully you can, like, just fucking swing by. You could just walk on over because you're, right, like, you're here, we're there. You're just going to walk right over, and then Randall's going to come down. You're going to walk over. Randall's going to come down, and you're going to be here, and then we're going to go like this and come on over, and then we're going to have, like, a big fucking like a a chaos it's it's ridiculous it's unbelievable um because like i know that you're very you're very not shy and not timid i want to say but you're you're more reserved when it comes to like podcasting and shit this is like madness this is this is like if you ever wanted to record 15 podcasts in two days this is the time you're just going to be like popping in, popping out, doing two different shows are going to be going at the same time. You you walk into the kitchen to go get a drink when you're doing Sam PC and you happen to walk in on fucking any pod and you're just like, blah, whatever, suck my dick, blah. And then you walk into the other room and then the Hood Diner's going and then this one's going and then Married AF is over here. And then it's, it's great and it's a lot of fun because everyone understands how much of a pain in the ass all of this is. Oh, man. Everyone knows. <laughs> Everybody knows how much of a pain in the ass this is. But we get together to work and to hone our craft and to fuck around and hang out and yeah and smoke weed and and talk and shit. But like we were doing video production, recording songs, we were recording music videos, we did a hundred podcasts, we did a live show, we did a live broadcasted podcast with fucking 20 people and we you know there was a cooking show there was like everything was going on all at the same time and it's a big fucking whirlwind and by sunday i was like i need you motherfuckers to not be anywhere near me like everyone needs to shut up and go the fuck away from me because this is a lot and everyone was just like oh god i am so glad you said that oh fuck okay yeah everyone go in a different room fucking leave walk outside go sit on the fucking porch and be in the fucking quiet and we all just like put our headphones in and it was just kind of like it turned into a library for like 4 hours and we were just like
0: What's that, like a silent disco or whatever? <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: much. We were all just like, I was writing notes. I was doing um, all of the logos and stuff for the shows that we had to do. Uh, Chris was like doing a production on some of the episodes. And we just like kind of finally just took a breath. You know, we went, everyone went for a walk, but we went in different directions. You know, everyone went somewhere else. And then we kind of came together, we got some Chinese food, and we relaxed and just kind of, like, took a breath because it's a lot, you know?
0: Dude, it Um, is a lot, and it's funny because, you know, I feel like we're just doing this show for other podcasters now, but I'm fine with that because, like – I watch stuff now. Like, it's so funny, because I'll watch interviews on, uh, like, that'll show up on Twitter, where they're like, this ho screwed the pooch. They did a terrible... Like, what was it? Uh, I didn't even watch it yet, but how I've been seeing this thing going around, that like, Burt Kreischer really screwed the pooch when he tried to talk to Adam Sandler on the comedy live thing or whatever. And... It's so funny because doing a show, even though the one I normally do is either this one, which, you know, you're my first guest ever, or the other one I do, The Untrained Eye. Eh, the the Untrained Eye with my wife, like, just doing the show with my wife is hard sometimes. And I say yeah, stupid things sometimes. So it's – I have an added layer of sympathy, and I'm like, he didn't do that bad. Like, it's just not as yeah. bad as everybody thinks it is because yeah. you can kind of, like, see the code of, like, all right – this is what I would feel like if I was freaking out because I saw Adam Sandler. Uh, <laughs> even right, though I'm a seasoned right. professional, I don't uh, I don't know how to gather myself, and I. It's crazy because it's something you wouldn't really know you don't get until you realize you don't get it. If that right. makes sense. <laughs>
1: uh, and even now, I think it's uh, you know something like that is being exacerbated because everyone's locked inside and everyone's Oh lost- yeah. Nobody has uh, the external stressors that we need from everyday life to kind of keep us sane. So, arguments on the internet are becoming more and more prevalent uh, as the quarantine continues. You know, like um, I don't know if you're familiar with how like the human psyche and the human brain was developed, but like while um, evolving, humans were being chased by jaguars. You know like you need external stressors to keep your brain safe like you need it's a it's a problem solver if you don't give it problems you're gonna fucking it's gonna find problems to solve yes and it's and it's not gonna do it in a nice way um so that's why people go running and they go to they do martial arts and they go to the gym and they push themselves super hard and it's like the nastiest most brutal motherfuckers on the planet are the nicest ones like you know daniel cormier the dude that could literally pick you up and break you in half like snap your back like bane did batman like he's a fucking cupcake because he has external stressors like a motherfucker that's why every wrestler you know might have a little bit of an attitude but like they're a honey pie you know because like the human brain like you need stressors okay you need to be like you need that workout you need that endorphin rush of like problem solving and dire consequences you need to be like fighting off attila the hun and shooting jaguars in the face with fucking sticks and rocks and shit uh otherwise your brain is going to be like i don't like the way that oprah did this thing i'm going to you know and you're going crazy and then like that's why like Uh, Outrage culture is so prevalent now because all of these soft motherfuckers, all these people that don't do anything will just go on Twitter and be like, Adam didn't win round two of the fucking uh, podcast at a round table. He did this and blah, 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 blah. You know, like that, and then it'll just exacerbate itself and you keep it rolling and your brain feeds off of that.
0: Well, and you don't even realize it's happening because it's not only, like you said, like stressing – Not stressing, but like physically exerting yourself in a certain way. Like I said, when I was doing construction for all those years, like I was beating myself to death every day. I didn't have time to be angry at anyone at the end of the day. I was just like, I need to take a shower, maybe eat some food, and then just make out with my pillow all night long. Right, Uh, right. But that's the other thing that I've come to realize in the past, I would say, two or three years is – you're, i don't think people also don't realize that their how much their diet can affect their mood because oh my God. i notice when i eat terribly i'm in a worse mood overall uh i just i can't think straight like it's it's crazy like i cut carbs out for a long time and once i introduced them again it was like my body didn't know what to do with it and my brain didn't know what to do with it it was yeah like- because
1: your body your body converts that to sugar and it's a satiator um, and your body's like, okay, I guess like we're we're gonna be a, just we're gonna be okay. Fuck it, I don't care. I don't need anything else. I just want that sugar because it makes me feel good. I really love that shit. Like, you give me more some of that more of that shit. Can I have some cheese and some bread and some sugar? Can I have that? You can give me a little scoop of peanut butter. Thanks, I need that. I really want that. You want to know why? Because I fucking love it. Fuck you. I hate everyone else. Give me that shit. You're addicted to sugar. I'm. I mean, I'm clearly addicted to sugar. You see how fast I put that fucking coffee down? Come on, son. <laughs> Dude, I mean, what are we even fucking talking about here? Um I try and cut dairy out as much as possible for the very same reason, even though I'm a pizza, o, even though, I mean, the majority of my, um, the majority of my profession is dictated by cheese and by dairy. I don't drink dairy. And if I have cheese, it's to try a pizza that I just made. And I really very seldom eat it. Otherwise, um,
0: you're the Sam Malone of pizza making, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, cause it's dangerous, man. It's like, it's really bad. And like, I could only imagine how crazy it would be to be addicted to like cigarettes again, now knowing what my psyche is. You know, like, I, I smoked cigarettes in the past. Like, I smoke a cigar every now and then, but like, it doesn't get, you know, that endorphin rush. And it's just like, and then when you don't have it, your brain's like, give me my fucking candy. I want it. I want right. my fucking, I want, I want my fucking. Pacifier, Give it to me. Otherwise, I'm going to be a fucking dickhead. You yeah. know, like there's – and it's not to say that um, you shouldn't have everything in moderation, right? But you can't rely solely on that. Like people who eat like fucking grilled cheeses 17 times a day – like they're miserable, and there's a reason they're miserable. No, it's not. Oh, my job, and oh, my girlfriend's a bitch, and this one and that one, and I didn't get my bowl that I wanted because my brother took it from me, and blah blah blah. This that like, dude, no, you just like all your internal clock, your gears and your gizmos and your gadgets inside of you are all gummed up with fucking disgusting molecules of grossness, and you need to you need to satiate yourself in in other ways you have to go like drink a glass of water and and then like go for a run
0: yeah well and you make excuses for yourself because when i was eating terribly for so long i would get i mean so tired by like 3 p.m and i'm like all i would say is even after i had eaten like two double cheeseburgers from mcdonald's i'm like man i'm not getting enough sleep (laughs) right there's no way it's these delicious burgers i'm just not sleeping enough (laughs) right yeah
1: yeah oh it's not this Fucking 15 ounces of bullshit grade B, grade B, fucking beef that I just put in my body, and all this like uh, MC fucking five food coloring cheese that I just sucked down into my face, and these disgusting, soppy pickles, you know, and these fucking Monsanto fucking sesame seeds that I got on top. It's not that, it's because I'm not sleeping enough. No, jackass. It's because your body's trying to get nutrients and you're not putting it in there go eat a piece of fruit you jack fuck
0: dude i'm not advocating any specific diet but i I don't know what a jack
1: fuck is by the way mm.
0: it's what we all are uh it's but whenever i switched i did keto for a while and i would imagine this would happen whenever you cut out anything so i'm not saying it for keto but uh once i cut bread and sugar out like completely i remember that first month or two like I had so much energy I thought that there was a problem because I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep like yeah I felt like it, I felt it coming out of my fingers like it was insane and it's like oh it, it was in that those first few months that I realized I'm like it was not the amount of sleep <laughs> I feel nope. better I feel like I could do a cartwheel now even though I'm still like you know 235 pounds like I've got all this all the energy in the world I don't know man how do we get off on this <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, it's a conversation, whatever. Uh, and obviously, I mean, I am not a nutritionist. Uh, I just worked in a juice bar. I know what you should put in your body. I know that if you're deriving energy from fats instead of from sugars, that you're going to hit ketosis quicker. And working in ketosis, if that is something that your blood type um, can operate in, I think it's something that you, you should do. Um, that being said, I mean, I'm a pizza guy. I literally, my entire job is to create delicious bread covered in cheese with sauce and, and meats and things, you know? Um, that, I mean, that's why my name is Bread Durst. What's up? <laughs> um, but again, all things in moderation. Like, you can have bread every once in a while, for sure. But, like, you shouldn't be eating cheeseburgers every single day. And as much as I love a fucking cheeseburger, as much as I want a fucking cheeseburger... Actually, a matter of fact, I might make a cheeseburger tonight just for fucking shits and gigs. It's um wow, you should treat yourself. <laughs> I'm eating for fucking real. I deserve it, god damn it. Dude,
0: it's the thing where you uh I've I've heard it spoken on before, but where your brain is too stupid to know that it's everywhere and you can get it whenever you want. So mm-hmm. it's like yep. I need it, put it all in. If we don't get any more, then we'll have enough for later. And later never comes. So right, it's just exactly always shoving it in your face. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> a little bit of mouth pleasure, man. You're just you're just fucking destroying your body. I was 260 pounds at one point in my life, dude. I was a big boy, you know. I was rotund, you know. At five ten, that's a lot. I.
0: Dude, 235 two at 5'3. So suck it.
1: Ooh, <laughs> your fucking boy. Look out. Um, old fucking Augustus Glute over here.
0: Dude, I did just roll everywhere. There was I mean, no hey, blocking. look, you
1: yeah, you know what it is then. Uh, but I, you know, I was real fat for a real long time and I didn't lose the weight in a healthy way. So, you know, I, you know, got a hold of some steroids. I got Clembuterol. I got a a thing that was called Clembetrex, and um, I got it at GNC, and I thought it was totally super okay, and then I dropped down to about 170 pounds, and um, I was like, totally normal, bro, whatever. This shit just works. What's up? It's ephedrine in (laughs) them. Like, no, actually, uh, it's steroids, young man. So I was like riding my bike Two miles to the gym every day running for 15 miles and then riding my bike back two miles every day Jesus! after taking like three milliliters of clenbuterol, um it was it's basically meth it's meth that makes you poop um so you're just like having the most violent stomach reactions to everything you eat you can't eat and then your heart begins to have palpitations there was a time I remember this very vividly I was in a retro fitness in West Long Branch New Jersey and I was running right and I was at mile two on my normal 15 mile run and I looked down and my heart went like was going like this no. and you could see it popping out as I was wearing um, under armor because obviously I fucking lift what's up bro um, so and you could see it popping out and I was like oh that's probably not good my fucking heart hurts and I was like "All right." after I finish this run I'm gonna be I'm gonna totally look into this so then I just did my 15 mile run and by mile 4 I was like I was fine I was like oh I guess it was fucking nothing whatever and I just kept going and then it kept happening and every day at mile 2 I would look down and it was like I was like hey man that's probably not great did you Gotta ever look find hot, out what no. that
0: was? Like if that was real or if you were still- No, 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 it
1: was real. It was real. Um, so Clembuterol was taking off of the um, off of the market. Well, the okay, so Clembuterol is an illegal illicit substance and it's a steroid. Um, but clembatrex, the um, the substance I was taking that Clembuterol was the main um, ingredient of uh, Clembotrex was taken off of the market because it gave people heart attacks.
0: All of this sounds like stuff to keep dogs from having fleas and ticks on their body.
1: I mean, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, there, I actually, I mean, and I'm very, very open about this. I have IBS, like I have irritable bowel syndrome now, and it is directly tied to taking two rounds of fucking Clembuterol. Because I took the first one and I was like, fuck, dude, if I lost 50 pounds, imagine how much weight I can lose now that I'm getting skinny. What's up? So then I fucking ran it back, Jack. I was like, hey, like, I was talking to my friend Bubis, who was a, a good friend of mine, my friend Rob. And I was like, yo, um, so I'm going to start, I'm starting this thing. Or I, I did this, uh, a round of clenbuterol, and I lost like 50 pounds. And he goes, what? I want to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to get some. And he was like, oh, they were buy one, get one free. Do you want one? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, let's do that. So then I did that, and now your boy is fucking destroyed. Um, but I totally lost all that weight in a really unhealthy way, and I miss it every single day. I looked great. I had abs for the first time in my life, and the girl that broke up with me because I was too fat um, saw me in public, and um, and she was real jealous. She was like, you're never going to have abs. And then when I saw her, I was like, gah, 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 check it out. I got <laughs> abs. And she was like, you look great, Ad. And I was like, I know I do, bitch. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I gotta go for run. I can't go to sleep now. So if you took clembuterol, so you would have to wake up at five thirty in the morning. If you took it after seven a.m., you couldn't sleep the night later. You, li- I literally, it was like. So you were on meth.
0: That's just the I, it was meth. It was
1: meth. Yeah, it was <laughs> meth, yeah, and it was delicious, and it was great, and it destroyed my stomach, but I still had my teeth. So, which is a win. Um, hey guys, if you have clembuterol, um, don't. Let me know. Uh, also, I mean, while we're on the subject, if you want to do what's called a super, a legal super stack, you can get this medication called Broncade, um, which is like a flu medication. You can go and get Broncade, and then you take like a baby Tylenol. I think it's a baby Tylenol or a baby aspirin. I forget which one it is, but you take one of those and a Broncade, and then half a cup of coffee like six ounces of coffee and you sip that that's steroids
0: okay well there was a part of that so where the, you said i don't know which one it is so no one do that <laughs> i right.
1: think it's it's i think it's the <laughs> tylenol so if you take the baby tylenol with the bronchade it it inhibits inhi- it the um i think we need jason almy i think it's the glycogen or something that like it basically, it turns it into steroids. And then you just need like a little caffeine kick to like push it a little farther than it's supposed to be. And you just have a, one of those. And then you're just like, yeah, it's time to go, baby. Yeah, so if you're ever running low on the roids, uh, just do the broncade stack. And uh, you can do that. So I did that for a little bit, too. That was kind of cool. Yeah, so I like um have a really addictive personality. I don't know if you know or not. I don't know if you've put two and two together. But your boy likes to put substances in his body and see how it works
0: i am I'm glad that I didn't i had the I had plenty of opportunity like I had a buddy of mine when I was in high school uh he didn't tell me until after we finished the joint that he had uh, sprinkled cocaine in it and ooh I was that's
1: like, that's no fun.
0: It, well, here's the thing. It was no fun that he didn't tell me about it, but to this day, was that, that was
1: the best yeah. high of, yeah, of life. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. Yeah, uh, of course it was. And
0: it was funny because I was like, first I was calling him to be like, what was what was that? Like, I need to know what that is so I can get more of it. And then he told me what it was, and I was like, like I at least had the presence of mind to be like, I can't ever do coke. I can't do uh-huh. anything because I love this I love it (laughs) and I want to yeah it's super delicious (laughs) that shit
1: is delicious bro if you take well I don't know what they're putting in Xanax now that shit is a little crazy but if you take old Xanax like a half a bar and then you smoke a blunt oh my goodness oh dude that was a time that was a time I once dated a girl who had um she had rheumatoid arthritis and she couldn't sleep because she, her bones hurt and shit. Uh, so they gave her Soma. So I was freaking out one night and I was having a panic attack and she was just like, you should take one of my Xanax. And I was like, okay. So I went and I grabbed and I threw it in. I cracked it. I cracked the thing and I threw it in, in my mouth. And she goes, that wasn't a Xanax. And I was like, are you sure? Cause I think it was. And she goes, that was a Soma. And I was like, What's a soma? She goes, Have fun. I just like was rolling around in the backyard for four <laughs> hours at midnight, like looking at the stars, like, oh my God, dude, I know why people do drugs for fun now. This is great. <laughs> like, oh man, can I have another one? She's like, No.
0: No. You <laughs> those love are it too much.
1: <laughs> I need those so that I could stand up. And I'm like, bitch, sit down. Give me one, please. <laughs> that shit was fun. Dude, God, that was that shit was fun. Drugs. Uh, I'm going to bring, um, I mean, allegedly, I may or may not be bringing some DMT with me when I come down for the Super Bowl. So, you know. Uh,
0: yeah, dude, I will definitely not be stopping by then because you're talking to a guy who's only smoked weed and Coke in a blunt once. So
1: it's <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. We're going to go talk to Jesus. We're gonna go talk to the angels and them. Don't you know? Don't sweat it.
0: All right. I'm look. You might be the wrong person to ask, but I'm gonna ask you because you might give me the answer that I want. Because everyone gives me the wrong answer. Uh, I want to do mushrooms very desperately, but Uh I have this thing where I want to do it by myself. Like I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want anyone to. Yeah. Okay. It's a. It's. I mean, it's a.
1: It's a super personal practice, and as long as you come at it, um like medicinally, like you know that it's a medicine and you know that it's going to elicit a response in your body that is going to be beneficial for you, then you're going to be okay. Like when you take Tylenol, you don't think this isn't going to fix my, my headache, right? Like you think that, hey, my headache is going to go away. So when you take like any medicine – um, you know, Pepto or whatever, you're not like, oh, this is gonna make me shit more. It's gonna be like, oh, this is gonna fix my boo-boo belly. Um when you take mushrooms, you it ha- it can like recreational mushrooms? There is no such thing as recreational mushrooms, okay? Because the second you think that it's a toy and then it's like for funsies and it's not gonna be like earth shattering to you, then you're going to have a bad time. And then you're not not only I mean, okay, so you could not have a bad time and learn something and it can be great those are the best kind of trips for you um so, so
0: wait so what do you feel about like heroic doses
1: it's so much dude 5 <laughs> grams the 5 grams is too many grams dude <laughs> it's too many it's so many you should do 2 grams of mushrooms on your you know do 1 gram of mushrooms on your first time for sure um, and work your way up to it. It's like, hey, have you ever been skiing before? <laughs> Are you gonna go on a double black diamond with one ski? Like, oh, Graham Hancock do- does it all the time. Well, motherfucker, he has got seventeen Olympic medals. You know, like he knows he knows how to fucking go down a hill. You know, because that shit can go down fast, Jack. Ooh, you, you, so you've never like done acid or anything like that? No have you gotten so high that you've tripped balls
0: okay I've had two things (laughs) I've only had two weird uh, instances getting high one I think when I was in college someone had put something in whatever we were smoking because I took like two hits off of this bowl and everything had trails for like hours just I just couldn't focus every time I would move everything was just trailed out yeah I don't know what that I don't know if that sounds was just... a little
1: sounds a little like an acid trip but go on
0: I well, I none of it felt good or cool or like there was no I don't know what I expected acid to be but it wasn't that and I if that's what it was then I'm not a fan but the, well, well that's <laughs> because you
1: didn't know you were taking it so that there was you were like this is new to me I don't know what this is I've never been here before
0: well because but... I've been high like I got high a lot And so much so that... Shout out to you. Yeah. (laughs) You know how we do. Uh, (laughs) No, like, it's so funny because I thought I was like a big baller when I went to, to college. And my first day there, the guy that lived next door to me in the dorms was like, hey, do you want to get high? And I was like, of course I do. And he was like, I have this bong here. We can smoke out of this bong. And I had never smoked out of a bong before, but I had smoked a lot. So I was like, well, I can do anything. I'll... It was like a a one-and-a-half, one-foot bong, and I just took the whole thing to the head. And I was like – I don't know if I said anything, but I was just like, got to go. And I left, and I went into my room and tried to go to sleep and vomited everywhere. Yeah, bongs are (laughs) tricky, dude.
1: They really are. Um, They're super spooky. There's so many different ways. You know, dude? Okay, so – Back to, back to you taking mushrooms. Yeah. You have to – and I mean Ed, this goes for any illicit substance. Anything that you put in your body, you have to understand the consequences and the uh, cause – like the things that you're going to put in your body, you need to know what responses they're going to elicit. Um, so I would only take mushrooms if I'm going like super deep meditation. I, uh, uh, You eat – okay, so do you eat edibles? No. Okay. Well, you're fucking up. 1, 2, Jason is going to bring edibles for you and 3, start eating edibles. Um so you can you can build a framework of what's going to happen mm-hmm. if you start taking edibles. If you do like 10 milligrams of an edible, you know, one little And pop it in your mouth you don't have to go fucking crazy on some Joey Diaz shit on some Bobby Light shit and take fucking 500 milligrams and then like go on a unicycle down the Garden State Parkway you don't have to do shit like that that shit you're like what are you fucking proving here dude but if you take 7 to 15 grams of milligrams of um, of an edible and then you just kind of like hang out in your comfort zone you be in your place like you kind of see where it's going and then you wait like an hour and then it like hits you and then you start to roll and then you start to get into the fucking thing. You're going to be okay. Cause you know that it's weed. You know that nobody's ever died from weed ever in the history of time. You're like, this is a symbol. This is a place I've been before. This is okay. And then it'll start to turn on you. Did you almost you say this like, is a
0: simulation? <laughs> I mean, kind of.
1: Uh, so, okay. Now that we're talking about, um, doing drugs that we didn't intend to do. Yes. Uh, and this is Chris Watzke's favorite story about me. I inadvertently smoked peyote for six months.
0: Okay, I've listened to most of the inner... I thought I listened to all of the inner circle sports shows, but I've heard the commercial of that, but I have not heard that story.
1: Okay, um, so do you know what Spice is, like K2 yes. and Happy Shaman? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> there was a period of time where I was being drug tested for work, and a friend of mine introduced me to Happy Shaman. And it was a spice and it got you high. And I was like, okay, dope. I love being high. This is going to be sick. So I did. And then I kept doing it. And then for the next six months, I was smoking peyote. Okay.
0: Like synthetic, how, like, there was synthetic. Up?
1: There was, I, I'm not really sure, but I was looking up all of my symptoms and it was like, you are for sure doing peyote. And I was like, are you for really reals?" They were like, look, this one thing happens only on peyote. And I was like, well, that happens to me like three times a day. And they were like, yep, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> I was like, sick. Um, so that ruined weed for me for a while because I thought it was like, oh, if I get high, I'm going to go back to this place. Now, when I go to that place that I was in when I was smoking the the spice, I love it because I understand – where i was going it was terrifying at the time because um i didn't know what was going on i was like oh my god like i'm in this place and there's a thing and there's this and that and blah 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 um
0: i feel like it's the difference between going to a rickety looking carnival and going to disneyland like your rickety carnival was your spice and your disneyland was your like yeah this is regulated
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so um i was I was actively dreaming while I was awake. I was stuck in a perpetual state of deja vu 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If anyone plays Apex Legends, I was Wraith. I knew everything that was going to go on as it was going on a million different ways. I was like, yep, it's either going to go here or here. It's going to do this or it's going to do this. So the story about me going to see the Yankees – um, I would constantly have to put myself in situations that I'd never been in before I bought new shirts and put them on and then I would like cut a hole in them or put mustard on it I needed like an anchor like in Inception I needed yeah. something to tether me back to reality because I would work my way into a, a frenzy thinking like oh my god I've been here a thousand times before this is going to happen this is going to happen Where? why can't I go back to earth kind of stuff so I would constantly be doing stuff like that so my friend that entered a glass uh, shout out to a, I love you. Um, you fucked up my whole life. Uh, but I mean, you're my sweetie pie and we're Jets fans. So that's what it is. Um, so he was like, Hey, I'm going to go to a Yankee game with a bunch of people you've never met. Like, do you two want to come with me? And I was like, yeah, totally. Like I want to be in that situation. So we obviously smoked fucking happy shaman legally in the middle of a park. Right. And then we got on the train. I remember, getting out of my friend's white Honda Civic. He parked in the train station in Red Bank. I ran and then I stopped. And then I turned around and I saw three versions of my friend walking towards me. And I went, "Oh, Dustin's going to go to the left, a glass is going to go to the right." Or they're not, but they probably are. And then they did. And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Wait, Here we are you, again.
0: Did you know that this was a Spice at the time? Like, did they call it that, or were they just like, we have this shaman, whatever?
1: No, they were like, oh, it's a potpourri. And we're selling it as a potpourri. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke this and put it in my body.
0: And by this point, I mean, clearly you were too far gone for this to have the thought. But, like, had anyone eaten anyone's face yet on Spice? No, <laughs> no,
1: no, no, not at all. No, this was super, super early in this. Um, and I think even after... All of the face-eating happened after they changed the recipe to it because it got shut down initially. And then they changed it to reintroduce it back as K2 or whatever. And then that's when people started eating each other's faces and shit. Dude, that by um, the way,
0: that still goes on. There is a uh, – actually, they just got shut down and reopened, a gas station not far from where I work, where the guy's like, yeah, they'll still sell you spice. You have to ask for yeah. it, but you can get yeah. it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my friend, A-Glass, bought literally an entire gas station's worth of Happy Shaman. He was like, I want all the flavors. I'm going to buy them all. I don't care. And they were like, okay, here. And then we just had boxes and boxes and boxes of it. So he was like, fuck it. Like, we're going to smoke this shit. It's going to be fun. So anyway, I'm stuck in a perpetual state of deja vu. And then when I smoked weed, I went into this different place. I went to a place that I had been a million times before that I didn't recognize, Okay it was this yeah 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 just follow me here um the way that my brain interpreted it is that i was in a vehicle with two entities that i had met they were both one was sitting here and one was sitting here and in the vehicle the window was open around us it was kind of like a a stretch limo with the crazy windows Mm -hmm. you know so the windows were open and i would look at one and i would speak one language and i would look at the the one here and speak a different language and we were all interacting right now when i get high and i go to that place i'm like oh i'm at the place like this is what's up ba, 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 ba. we're here we're going to learn a lesson because i've you know trained myself to understand that maybe i'm on my way towards source or i'm on my way towards the knowing or whatever kind of um, however you want to you know word it whatever um,
0: so wait wait wait. But, what did they? What did what did they? You said beings. What did they look like? Do they look like people? Were they light? Were they aliens? It were
1: was they... like like geometric patterns shaped. So I equated it in my brain to one kind of look like a duck, and one kind of look like a robot. But like so a like
0: scanner Darkly duck and robot or yes, something else. Yeah, yes yes okay.
1: <laughs> for sure yeah they were like different like uh, like an amalgamation of geometric shapes.
0: Just but like one was here
1: happening. yeah one was here and one was here and i would be like oh beep boop 109 and then quack 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 and they would be like yep we totally get what you get like we understand what you're saying here dog um and we were like driving through like this interdimensional fucking city where there was like beams of light and like everywhere and like when i was there when i was freaking out i was like oh, i don't want to be here anymore and they were like just relax we love you it's okay this is fine and i was like no you don't you don't love me if you love me you would send me back home and they were like you need to be here you there's a lesson to be learned here and i was like no there's not you can't teach me anything you're a robot and a duck what the fuck are you talking about i know everything that there is to know about robots and ducks and i learned it while i was on earth i want to go back to earth and they were like dude relax take it easy we're just what you want us to be and i was like i want you to be away so then i stopped getting high totally and then i slowly reintroduced it back into my system and then every once in a while when i take an edible and i like meditate and i relax like i'll take an edible and i'll go like do the isolation chambers Mm -hmm. i'm looking to go back into that place
0: have you like i want
1: i've been back yeah and then now it's like, hey, dude, where you been? I'm like, oh, my God, I missed you guys so much. So like, wait,
0: do you understand them? now? Did you understand them before other than they were like, it's cool, don't freak out? Did anything else happen besides the freak out? Or It was
1: ju- just me freaking out, man. It was me freaking out. And then when I was here, like the first like 20 minutes of me starting to go into that like interdimensional portal was me reliving a situation as I was actively li- actively living it so like I was in the car this is okay so shout out to a glass this is his favorite story of me about me it was me him and sweet D we were in the car um and it was around the same time we went to that Yankees game um and I'm sitting in the back of a of D's sweet uh sweet D's white Honda Civic and I'm sitting there and we're smoking whatever we're sitting in a parking lot in Red Bank as all New Jersey kids do um And he puts on this song and he goes, hey, like, I want you to hear this song from my friend's band. They just released it. And I knew what the chorus was. And I was like, I got to go. Like, I got to go. He's like, how do you know the song? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, dude, like this. is. I was like, I don't know. This is like the melody and this is how it's going to go. Like whatever it was. And I was like, I got to go. And he goes, and he just busts out his BlackBerry and he goes, are you Okay. And I'm like, no. And he goes, on a scale of one to 10, how bad is it? And I went 11. And that is like his, his favorite <laughs> thing ever is that I went 11. So when things are bad, they're 11 bad. So that was like 11 bad. That was like the worst. And then I went home and then I went into that place and started like freaking out. And that was one of the first times I had like went into that zone where the entities were, you know. Um, so the spice
0: n- the spice is what was it just the spice alone that was bringing you there or was it other stuff on top of it?
1: No, it was just the spice because so, I you know I, I was a fucking square. I'm still kind of a square. I'm not gonna be like going out of my way to do like cocaine and all types of crazy shit like I don't wanna do drugs, you know what I mean but like I am willing to go to Peru and do ayahuasca and like you know go through a, a medicinal journey that way you know, like now I see these illicit substances as like gateways to help unlock things within me so that I can help those around me kind of on some woo woo white people shit.
0: So I got to know then how did you get to see and talk to them again? And what did you guys talk about?
1: Uh, Through meditation, eating an edible and going in an isolation chamber. And it was like, Hey dude, you're doing great. You just got to keep doing what you're, you, what you want to do. And don't do shit that you don't wanna do. And I was like, that's fucking dumb. And he's like, <laughs> isn't it, isn't that the dumbest thing ever? But it's not, it's totally smart. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. And he goes, uh huh, I know, but it does. And I went, yeah, I guess, yes, it does make sense, right? Like, do the stuff that you wanna do and don't do the stuff that you don't wanna do. It's that simple. And he goes, uh huh all right i'll see you later go look at that stuff and i was like what stuff and then i turned back around and then they weren't there and i was just like damn it they did it again Uh those rapscallions um and ever since i hit that point where i was like meditating actively and trying to um you know do that get into that headspace um i you know like quit my desk job. I stopped wearing shirt and tie and sitting in a cubicle and crutching numbers and shit. And now I'm a pizza guy and I wear sweatpants because I fucking want to.
0: Well you said Blackberry, so that was what, like ten years ago?
1: <laughs> yeah. So that <laughs> that moment um where I was in the float tank was probably about five years ago. Um f- yeah, probably about five years ago now. Um and I had really, really bad anxiety. And I lost a shit ton of weight um, because of my anxiety. And I was sitting in traffic all day. And I was driving up in North Jersey and sitting in three hours of traffic there and three hours back. And it was just like, I hated my fucking life. You know, like I'm not built for fucking sitting at a desk. I'm barely built for sitting fucking still during a podcast. You know, you've seen how often I'm fucking moving around and I'm moving my legs and doing this and doing that. I'm that fucking ADHD kid in class. You know what I mean? I need. Like I need input at all times because I'm fucking psychotic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not psychotic. Like it's not psychotic that you have ADHD and that you you know that
0: you're in a safe space here. You can call anyone crazy you want. Right. I mean, I'm
1: only (laughs) I'm only referring to myself here. But um, but I need I needed to do what I wanted to do. And what did I want to do at that time? I was like, I want to be. I want to work in a kitchen again. Like I just want to make food because food makes me happy. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I want to do. I don't want to fucking do anything other than like work on a hotline and and serve people and give people something that I've created. My art is food and I want to, I want to facilitate that for people. Um, I didn't understand that when I was like, hey, I want to go work in a kitchen again. Uh, it was like, hey, food is safe for me. I know how to do it. I know that I can make a good amount of money doing it. So I sat down. I was calling around all my friends because I have a lot of friends in the industry. And a friend of mine was like, hey, I just started working at this kitchen a couple of months ago, and they're looking for help. And I was like, yes, immediately, thank you. I'll be right there. So I, I, the very next day, I got all dressed up real nice and then went and did an interview with a chef. And um, during my interview, this, this short little Peruvian guy was screaming at the top of his lungs, leaving – the kids fuck you fuck this you're a cunt blah 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 i hate you this place is a fucking boys fucking bullshit you can keep your coat you can keep your fucking hat i'm gonna fucking kill everyone here blah 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 and i was like oh this is like during my interview process by the way had you I ever was worked
0: like, in a kitchen before that
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this guy no but this guy was storming out like like going fucking crazy and i was like I guess that's a good sign. Like what's up with that guy? And he goes, Oh, I told him he can't do coke here anymore because we're a corporate catering kitchen. This isn't a fucking restaurant. And I went. Oh. Um, so he's not like stoked about that, huh? Like Um uh,
0: I worked at a restaurant for like a little over a year, so that's why I asked because I was like, Oh, that yeah. sounds like just yeah. like every month that happens. Like, yeah, somebody that's is that's like out. a regular
1: Yeah, that's like yeah, that's a, a Friday rush. That ain't shit. Yeah. Um, but this was a corporate catering kitchen. This was like you need a shirt, you need the little fucking dumb Verook beanie, pressed pants, like the whole thing. We work it was in a, in a a giant office in a giant tech building. Um and it was a really good opportunity. It was like uh all days, it was 7 a.m. to three thirty p.m. No nights, no weekends. Paid leave, paid overtime, uh, paid vacation, and you got benefits and everything like. So it was a corporate job, but you were just cooking. Um, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds perfect. It's a great transition from the corporate world back into the culinary world, corporate catering, whatever." So I'm sitting down and I'm like, "Okay, so that's a gr- uh, is everyone like that here?" And he was like, "No, it's just that guy. He's nuts." But he was my pizza guy. Do you know how to make pizza? And I was like, "No." I don't I'm no. I'm terrible at making pizza. Like, I've done it at home. Like, I've, where I've just stretched dough and, like, torn it and made it look fucking like all fucked up. And he goes, Well, look, like, if you want to learn how to make pizza, like, I need a pizza guy. So, like, do you want this job? And I was like, I would love a job here. Thanks. And so, this chef, Joe and Brenda, uh, shout out to the guy who t- taught me how to make pizza, uh, who is also nuts. He's just a little nuts. Um, so, my chef, sat me down every single day and it was just like it was going to fucking school and he was like this is how you do this this is how you do that and he and I have a very similar personality so he was just like I need you to stop being retarded and I need you to start being unretarded and I'm like understood here we go we're gonna do this um, so while he was showing me how to make pizza he was also running the kitchen because he was the head chef of the place um, so I just I fell in love with it I fell in love with the process you know and then I didn't know why I was so happy I just knew that this was like what I wanted to do. Like I just wanted to create an I wanted to cuz I've always been an artist. I always just wanted to like this is a very subjective art.
0: Yeah. Well, I
1: can create it and then I could just give it to people and they're like, "Okay, cool. Here you go." Like, "There mm, you go." Um and then I stopped like I I got a a promotion and then moved over to another section where I be, was like running a bigger section of the kitchen. And I was, like, doing, like, um, small plates and salads and, like, pastas and things like that. Uh, and it was a lot more prep work. And it was fun. It was great because it was, like, I got to do different things all day long, but it wasn't making pizza. I was just, like, I'm not doing what I want to do. And I got real sad and I got real upset again. And then I lost a bunch of weight and I was just, like, fuck, I need to fucking do what I want to do. Like, I, I got to just do what I want to do and not do what I don't want to do. Like, it's that simple. So I'm I'm looking on indeed or whatever and I, and they're like new pizza restaurant opening up need a pizza guy all asap and I was like dope, I'm one of those boop, 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 boop. so I fucking called this guy up and I was like hey dude like are you guys around and he was like yeah like show up on a wednesday I was like okay cool so I showed up coming home from work I just drove right over there and uh I sat down with this guy and he was like hey like uh I have like he's got Michelin stars um he you know went to culinary school in italy like he's a big this guy is a big fucking deal um he ran the um the new york hotels kitchen for years he's like a, a fucking primo supremo guy and um and his partner is like one of the biggest fucking restaurateurs in san francisco who has two michelin stars which is like super bowl rings these motherfuckers got three super bowl rings apiece, right? So these are like super bad motherfuckers. So I sat down with um with the the first guy and we just talked for three hours about how great pizza was and how much we both loved pizza and he was like, Hey, um, okay, cool. I'll see you on Monday. And I was like, What? He was like, Yeah, you have the job. I was like, Okay, dope. I didn't know what I should wear, what time I should show up. I didn't know what I was getting paid, I didn't know where I was gonna be where of like how many hours I was going to be working? I just knew I was going to be making pizza, and I was going to be doing it with someone who loved pizza. So I was like, "Dope, cool." Shook his hand. Was like, fucking see a nerd? You got these? He's got two fucking fifteen thousand dollar ovens sitting back there. These Forza Forney ovens that are like, okay, dude, you know how like some people want to buy like a motorcycle or like a Corvette? Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I want to buy a Forza Forney oven, like a wood fire giant pizza oven, and it just I, that's that's what my goal is. If I lived in a fucking shack. But I had one of those I would be like that's like perfect for me so I got together with my chef now Rich Corbo and he and I like I am a savage when it comes to like toppings and stuff like that like I just want to put everything on everything and he's just like there are three ingredients that go on pizza and one of them is cheese and one of them is sauce the other one is olive oil go fuck yourself like you can put basil on it sometimes and I was like I'm going to make a buffalo chicken pizza and a cheesesteak pizza and I'm going to put pineapple on pizza and I just want you to be okay with that. So he and I are, you know, have built this weird collaboration and then it's now his restaurant and like I I run the pizza program at his restaurant and I couldn't be fucking happier. And now that I don't have pizza, I'm going fucking crazy and I'm talking on and on and on. I'm running on and on and on about nothing. No, it's not about
0: nothing because I'm
1: going fucking crazy. I DJ. Think-
0: like that is I don't really I, I mean you probably don't because I feel like you uh, you can go deep with yourself if that makes sense. Like you can be a thoughtful person about what's going on with you and in the world, but I don't I I don't think a lot of people have that passion about what they do. Like I would be surprised if one person listening to this episode now feels the same way about what they do for a living. I would be yeah. shocked.
1: Like, uh, what do you, you want to do? What did you always want to do when you were – well, Okay, so here, here's a better way to frame it. What are you going to do when you retire?
0: I, you know what's crazy is I I am one of those people that uh, is frustrating to everyone because I don't know what Weird I Weird flex, would, but okay. I don't know what <laughs> – I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't know. Like – up until – it would honestly – it's it's so stupid because every podcaster says it. But it would be podcasting because up until doing this, like almost two years ago, we started uh, on The Untrained Eye, and I – it's something that doesn't ever have to end because I was realizing today that I'm really good at starting projects and never finishing them. And right. the podcast is something that – there is no end. It never right. ends. It's it just a, It's keeps a
1: never-ending – yeah. Uh,
0: and even if it does end, it you could just start back from episode one and go all over again.
1: Yeah, shout out to Joe B. Uh, <laughs>
0: there you go. Listen, I'm waiting for season three. I I know it's happening. <laughs> still, we all do too. Don't worry. Dude, he's coming back. I, I will be his co-host if need be. Um, Or he should just do a solo show. Come on, son.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, I mean where he just gets drunk and high and yells about anime. Yeah, I know. I've been telling him for fucking years.
0: Dude. He can it would be
1: incredible. Punch. He'd be like, one punch is not as good as fucking Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Sorry. Um, well, so what what would you do if you were retired? Like, what what is your plan?
0: I don't know. I would hope to be, you know, the, all the stupid answers financially, you know, not having to worry about Yeah, anything. no, 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 no. Don't uh, worry about
1: finance. What do you want to do?
0: I would like to do – you know what's funny is I would like to – well, really I would just like to do this. Like, it, more, I would like to do it in person rather than over the internet, but right. I would just like to talk to interesting people that have interesting stories, or even people that might not on the outside seem to have an interesting story that you're like, oh, I am super interested in this. Like, I, what was it? Uh, Burt Kreischer had that windsurfer or the free diver on, and I was yeah. like, yeah, uh, I, I just listened to all of his podcasts anyway because he was the first show I ever that. I ever heard of. Uh, So I'm like, okay, I'll go with you. I don't know why this is going to be interesting, but come on.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, Hey, Joe Rogan's doing it right. And it,
0: well, and that's it is like Joe Rogan. I always, I always hate to bring him up too, because everyone's like, Oh, everybody, everybody loves Joe. But, uh, what was
1: it? I mean, that's Man Oprah, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I I know it's a fucking really weird flex, but I've been listening to him since like fucking episode eighty nine or whatever the fuck it is. You know, it's it's amazing that he's turned a a fledgling television career into being the most influential talk show host on the planet.
0: Uh, maybe of all time. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Or at least up until now, because uh, I don't. You know, people call him the Carson of our day, but I think he's his reach is much wider, and it's he's got more influence. Look at what happened with him and Bernie. But anyway, so it's like I get to because I used to be a, or at least I thought of myself as like a super right wing guy, and it's because of guys like Joe Rogan having the kinds of people on that he has that I'm like, oh, I can hear someone that thinks differently than me and they're not stupid because they think different they're just smart in a different way and turns out right. i was dumb the whole time <laughs> uh-
1: <laughs> isn't that nice isn't that a nice feeling you were like oh i'm fucking retarded it's kind like, of oh, a, I'm it's real un- stupid
0: it's in, people are very apprehensive to be like i am very stupid on this subject but i gotta tell you it is a great place to be because Mm, all you can do is go up from there
1: (laughs) right exactly it's so good it's such a good feeling man learning something for the first time is is the best and once you learn how to learn things you're just like you're fucking firing off at that point man and that's why Um, i would
0: like to do something like this or something adjacent to this because it's
1: so not why so why not
0: I don't know. I, this is the first step into that. Okay. Well,
1: you fucking do it. You know, you live, you live in Florida, you know, you can go around, you can go fucking interview the dude that plays Mickey mouse at fucking Disney. That motherfucker will sit down and smoke cigarettes with you. He don't give a fuck. (laughs) You know, you can go around and, and do the whole thing, but you just do it and do it for love. And then people will appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, okay. I'm really good at making pizza, but it's because I love it because I love doing it. Like I, and I want, but I don't want to not have other good pizza around me. You know what I mean? Like I want to teach you how to make pizza. And then I want that to be the best pizza ever so that it forces me to be good at right. it. You need to find that. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta just go, just go drive to fucking Tampa and interview Chris, you know, and then just go drive down to Miami and go get Pitbull and be like, it, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just, just do fucking do every, do everything that you fucking want to do because you want to do it and don't do shit that you don't want to do like sitting around playing video games not reading like eating fucking greasy cheeseburgers and shit all the shit that you think you want to do for the little minuscule pleasures of like that that immediate the the immediate pleasure receptors that you have in your brain that shit is that the that is the it. look dj this is the way that they fucking control us okay the reptilians want us to be fucking distracted by Instagram and by Facebook and arguing with each other and red versus blue and Yankees versus Boston and, and you know, the Patriots and the San Francisco 49ers, and they want, they want to drive wedges between every single one of us. They want us to be as fucking distracted as humanly possible. You need to mitigate your distractions and just do what you want to fucking do because you being happy is healthy and you being healthy is going to spread out to everyone else because I promise you, Once your wife, once Beth sees that you're doing things that you want to do, she'll be like, you know, I always wanted to play the cello. Now I got this free time. I'm going to start playing the fucking cello. And then motherfucker is going to be goddamn number one cello artist of all goddamn time because she wants to be, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, no. Even if it's like baking cookies or like going, you know, doing whatever you want to work on your car and be number one fucking uh, Johnny race car guy. Like you do whatever the fuck you want to do because you want to fucking do it. And there should be no excuses.
0: No, I completely agree. Like that is, speaking of Beth, like that is, I think me being so uh, driven to do the untrained eye anyway with her as, because ma- I don't think she was sold to begin with. Like, I oh, think they so, never are. She yeah. wanted to do it uh, because she liked the idea of it, but I don't think if you asked her ten episodes in if we were going to make it to a hundred, I, I think she would want to, but I don't know if she would be completely sold on it. And now, like she is. She genuinely wants to do it, and like you said about like your okay. Wait, before I say this, pizza aisle, please define.
1: Uh, pizza cook, like pizza chef. Okay, <laughs> like I, I, I'm an assassin. I am. I'm a specialist. I'm like a sushi guy. Like you know, like you make sushi.
0: Who was saying it? Was it you? What show was I listening to? Or you were talking about Euro Dreams of Sushi?
1: Oh, I fucking love that. Love that movie. Um, that oh, was probably Creatures. I was oh no, shocked. no, H T not. Yeah, it was 18
0: I was shocked when I, because I watched that when it first came onto Netflix, and I watched that whole thing like in awe. But that's what I feel about. That's how I feel about podcasts and like the people I try and surround myself in podcasting is mm-hmm. when they have a great idea or they have a great show or whatever it is that like I, that makes me go, ah, oh, mm-hmm. I want to do that. Like I don't, I know I love it because I don't get jealous. I'm like, ooh. I got to find my angle on that, or I got to see if they'll let me be a part of that. Like, I don't know. I got to, it was crazy. I got to be a part of podcast of the round table. I got to be asked to, you know, our, our, our run me and Beth on winter circle was the product of a last minute. Like, Hey, can you guys fill in real quick?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: And it was like, okay, like, yeah. Like, and it's, Here we are. I don't know. It's good. I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, um,
1: you should uh you should look up the word uh for okay so i'm going to butcher the pr- uh the pronunciation but it's spelled s h o k u n i n
0: oh jesus should I look it up right uh, now
1: <laughs> shokun shokunin and is defined by both japanese and japanese english dictionaries as craftsman as craftsman or artisan uh but it, its literal description does not fully express the deeper meaning the japanese uh The Japanese apprentice is taught that the shoyu-kin uh, means that not only having a technical skill, but it also implies the attitude and social consciousness in that skill. So you should like fully encompass, like throw yourself into what you love specifically for that. And uh, that is a direct quote from Yero Dreams of Sushi. That is, that's what they talk about in the beginning. That guy is an inspiration, Oh, yeah. The way that that guy makes sushi is the way that we should all do what we love. And even if like doing what you love is fucking. You know what I mean? Be number one fucking dick slinging guy, but do it and fucking love it, you know? Be Don Juan. <laughs> God damn right.
0: Uh I don't know if we should end here or keep going. I love talking to you, Adam. I Yeah, dude. We gotta we gotta do it more. I think we will end it here just for the sake of uh time anyone, constraints. Anyone who normally listens to this show is going to see the time code and be like, "What? Did he accidentally upload uh <laughs> all the episodes at once?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh your boy likes to talk, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Listen, that, I go it, I go off tangents.
0: It's it's perfect. Like it's I had no idea what this like not just even you and I, but just what this would end up being and uh, I, I loved it so thank
1: fuck you fuck yeah thanks dude thanks for having me on dude I really really appreciate it I love being able to like sit down and just like talk and like fucking bullshit and not have it be like oh did you see that X and Y did this thing and blah blah shut up nobody fucking gives a shit about that stuff dude nobody cares nobody gives a <laughs> fucking flying fuck that nobody's playing basketball right now dude shut up
0: yeah we all oh, know i'm so sorry
1: you got a you got a fucking dribble nose i'm so sorry that you caught the fucking the boogeyman flu shut up i don't want to fucking hear it you know fuck that shit you should just everyone should just talk and have a fucking gr- and it's not even like this is a a forced conversation this is the conversation that you and i would have if we were smoking cigars hanging out in a backyard exactly you know um, but that being said, I think that you should do that with a lot of people. You know, I'm
0: gonna try. I'm gonna start reaching out to the people I feel comfortable with, and then start reaching out. To- no, you should gotta talk to. <laughs> you gotta
1: reach out to like the other people first. Oh no, man. Yeah, dude. Because you gotta you gotta open that fucking. Take it from someone who has fucking an anxiety attack every time they step outside their front door. Like you're only gonna get better if you fucking step outside of that box. So just do it, and then just. Just do it. There's so no so, other excuse.
0: You're not wrong because as soon as you were like, all right, I'll be there at five, just rolling panic attacks until you came in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. That's why I was like, hey, what time do you want to do this? You were like, I don't know. Anytime it's fine with me, man. Like, and what so- time is it now? <laughs> okay. Five minutes from now, dude, we're going to do that.
0: You asked, and I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should have done any planning for this <laughs> at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't 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 worry about it. Uh, I mean, for sure, like if you don't have a, a rapport with the person that you're sitting with, like have a couple of questions. Or I'm not going to tell you how to do your fucking job, but um, you know, if you just fucking sling it, you're good enough. You ask fucking questions, and if the person is responsive, then they'll fucking do it. All of this was you. This was all you, and I had nothing to do with it. I'm just fucking talking shit. So don't on, fucking worry about it. <laughs> um i genuinely appreciate every second that i got to spend with you tonight um this was great thank you so much man i really really do appreciate it
0: dude likewise tell the folks where to get at you
1: um earth to adam with earth underscore two underscore adam on all social media accounts uh my dms are open i'm single i ain't doing nothing except eating ass and fucking talking shit on the internet dog ladies so hit me up <laughs> hey ladies <laughs> um go to simmons uh that's the website for the podcast, but go to innercirclepn.com and you can find all the content that we put out, uh, me and all the boys over at IC, uh, the Circle, we're fucking strong as shit, you know, shout out to you, I'm just saying, you know, maybe if, you know, some things happen and, you know, we drop the show, maybe we pick up a show. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be, you know, whatever, <laughs> nobody listens to the show anyway, right? So rabble fuck it, rabble, who cares? Rabble, rabble, rabble. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that's it, dude. Uh, and I mean by by all means, if you want me to yell at you to get fucking inspired to do something, uh, just DM me and I'll give you my phone number and we can Facetime and then I'll just fucking scream at the top of my lungs at you. <laughs> uh, I am trying to generate a culture of community and tribe around me, and I've gathered a a very good group of people around me recently. Uh, Locally and through the internet Um, so you are all everyone is more than welcome to come into it and every Every little drop of knowledge or instinct that I have I am willing to give Um, I just want to be of service to the people that I care about and even more so to the people that I don't know so like Seriously from the bottom of my heart, dude Thank you so much for like just letting me like talk shit and fucking hang out. This was really really great.
0: Dude, Absolutely. Uh, And to everyone out there listening, go to color.com, C-U-L-L-A-H.com, if you liked the music that you heard on this episode, and keep dragging.